Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a poet, a pastor, and a podcaster. In the HSP neighborhood, we encourage the spiritual practice of looking for and listening for the sacred in everyday life. This is what we call Holy Shenanigans. November is here, and all month long, HSP is celebrating the practice of noticing everyday blessings and looking to see the ways of the shepherding love of God showing up all around us. I invite you to join us in this November's daily practice of what we are calling the Yes to the Bless Challenge. All November, we're sharing stories about blessings. For more years than I can count, each November, I practice noticing small, everyday things to be grateful for. You might be surprised to know that this practice did not begin in a place of overflowing blessing, but a time of great challenge. I was in the process for ordination, and after completing seminary with a plan to continue to build on eight years of ministry in one community, I was plucked up and out of that place to serve in an interim ministry in a totally new place. This experience of relocation was incredibly disorienting. All of the planning and work of engaging and nurturing one community had to pivot and be refocused to a brand new one. All of my supports and established networks of relationships and place were gone, and I had to continue on my road to ordination, and I had to withstand the jolt of change to keep moving forward to my calling in ordained ministry. And so in this space of great disorientation, my search for some kind of blessing in the midst of change began. And it was a survival mechanism. How could I, in each day and place of all my norms of life being gone, find one small joy or blessing to notice? And so one day at a time, the seeking of small blessings led to another day of seeking small blessings. 
And now, almost eight years later, I continue this practice of noticing small but powerful daily blessings. My memory of that time of great disorientation and change brings to mind the comfort I find in this week's Old Testament reading from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 23. This text describes the care of God to be like a loving shepherd who attends to a very confused flock. A portion of it reads, I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them. I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I shall raise up shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. This text reminds me of that daily practice of seeking a blessing and how in small ways over the last eight years, I have experienced being attended to by the great shepherd, or as I like to say, the shepherdess. All of which brings me to the current day and a holy shenanigan story of a song that brings an unexpected blessing. For as long as my memory serves, music has been a blessing all my life. My family of origin was one that was always singing, singing in the car, singing in the house, singing everywhere. A song that we always sang was the hymn in the garden. As a child, I loved the storytelling nature of this song, how the person in the song meets with God in the person of Jesus in a garden, how they walk in nature alone and yet experience being gathered in by the love of God. This hymn was, in fact, the first song I sang as a solo in church, or at least tried to sing as a solo. At the age of eight or nine, I stood in front of a small congregation on a Sunday evening that was probably less than 20 people strong. I had practiced the song more times than I could count. The pianist played through the intro of In the Garden, but I froze. My heart pounded. I felt as if all the world was looking for me to do something impressive, and I could not utter a sound. That in that moment of wanting to bless the congregation with a song, that I was going to fail at the task of singing a song I knew by heart. In that moment of disorientation and fear and isolation, I wished the church sanctuary would swallow me up whole. But as the pianist played the intro to the hymn once more, I heard a voice of reconnection singing the first words of that hymn. I come to the garden alone. That warm and welcoming voice was the voice of my mom sitting in the middle of the congregation. She sang that hymn and she walked up the aisle. She met me at the front of the sanctuary. She took me by the hand. She shepherded me back to a space of connection and blessing. My mom helped me away from the precipice of fear and isolation. She gave me my notes of foundation, and on the second verse of the hymn, I sang out loud and clear. On the chorus, my mom came in singing a beautiful harmony. On the verses, I sang lead. Together, we sang a beautiful song of blessing and connection.
This hymn in the garden continues to be a song of blessing around the work of shepherding in my life and the lives of many that I love. This last week, in response to the passing of my mother and love, Janet, my spouse told me an important story as he planned for her memorial. He said, The only song I remember mom asking to be sung at her memorial is the song In the Garden. And so at her memorial, I was honored with the blessing of leading an entirely different congregation in singing this song of connection and shepherding. This song of coming to a garden alone, of experiencing great loss and grief, but also one of great and unexpected blessing, connection, and love, is a song that we sang together. And so, in the continued practice of seeking blessings in this month's Yes to the Blessed Challenge, I sing a song for you. It is a shepherding medley of the song that includes In the Garden, in honor of Janet Highhouse Eastman, and another favorite of mine, His Eye is on the Sparrow. Both of these songs are an example of music that provide a space of great shepherding love to me, and to others. They're songs that meet us in our sorrow and isolation. These songs, much like the text from Jeremiah, tell us that we are beloved, that we are seen, that we are, in ways we might not yet understand or know, held in the embrace of love and belonging, that we, dear hearts, are gathered in. Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow and I know
songs give place to sighing when hope within me dies I draw closer to him from care he sets me free his eyes on the sparrow and I know he watches me his eyes on the sparrow and I know I am your Holy Shenanigans Muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. 
Thank you for joining us this week for holy shenanigans that surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. This is an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Thanks to Ian Eastman for sound editing, to Janet Highhouse Eastman for all of her love, to Nancy Rain for coming and singing in the garden with me that day. Thank you to you, Holy Shenanigans podcast listeners, for supporting our work at this podcast by way of www.buymeacoffee.com backslash Tara L. Eastman. Until next time, I extend a blessing of connection, of belonging, and the embrace of the great love of the Creator. Today, may you and I, may all of us find a small blessing of belonging. May we come to the garden and know that we are gathered in this day and every day.